Welcome to the Daily Ramble 4th of July special. I just recorded 45 minutes of the 4th of July special only to hit stop recording and then Anchor decided to make me log in again. And I don't know why. Maybe my computer went to sleep. Maybe it's because it's just open for me the other day. I don't know. But I just lost 45 minutes of great recording. So now you're going to get a nice condensed version. Probably going to be 20 minutes or less. Oh, so normally I record in GarageBand, and then I save it and export it, and then I upload it, right? A little bit more steps in the process, but Anchor's like, you could just record with us. So a lot of times I'll record the Daily Ramble in Anchor directly on the web. It's no big deal, 10, 15, 20 minutes. Same with Sports Rambles, but the but the actual episodes I always do in GarageBand because sometimes I have to cut stuff out, shorten stuff, whatever. I, I make a mistake, have to take a break. I can do that. And today, you know, I didn't plan on this 4th of July ramble going 45 minutes, but it did. And then I lost everything. You want to talk about a defeating feeling? Oh, my goodness. Ugh. I mean, I, I, do I have to say all that again? It was so good, too. There were some really, really good parts. Uh, all right. But you know what? I can always talk about some wonderful freedom again. I can do it two times in a row, no problemo. So, hope everyone, this is 4th of July special on the 5th of July. Because I was too busy celebrating the 4th and freedom and scraping my leg on a diving board to uh, get to recording this. So, I know you listen to this after the fact. No worries, it's not going to be all about the 4th. But just all about appreciating where we're at as a country. Actually look at your life, look at your situation, say, is it all that bad? You know, it's not all that bad. There's some great things about it. You know, cancel little things. You you have a car, you have a phone, you have somebody in your life who loves you on you know, on some level. Like these are awesome things. Let's be happy in them. I think it's great. I think it's great. Maybe this is what messes it up. I have to stay logged in. All right. Don't my computer, I think when it goes to sleep and it went to sleep for a long time, it it maybe I don't know, had to reset the internet connection or on the website or it timed out or something, but it I clicked stop, and all of a sudden, I was like, log in. I was like, wait a minute. No, 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 And it was gone. But hope everybody had a wonderful celebration. I saw the best fireworks show I have seen to date. So that's cool. Like, seriously, amazing. 30 solid minutes, and then a banging finale that, like, put me in shock and all. Made me feel for like, a second, like, war zone. Like, if, if someone was sitting in the same distance I was, and, like, they had PTSD, I'd be seriously worried. Like, they need to take some anxiety medicine or whatever, because that could trigger them. It was intense it was awesome though it was awesome 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 and you, it just makes you sit back and say wow this this place we live in is really amazing we have our problems but it's really amazing and then today i had to go and make the mistake and go on the twitterverse because instagram had all the happy stuff but twitter we just know is a cesspool of just nonsense it's like seriously it brings out all the worst things it, it can be this really fun thing but at the same time, it can be these really hateful and scary places. People just shouting at each other. It's nonsense. But I like to check it because I follow some people. And so there were some good things, you know, talking about freedom, freedom, freedom. And I, I, I did see an interesting thing on the Philip DeFranco show talking about this polling and where some numbers overall are kind of down as far as people being extremely proud of their country, which I think is a little ridiculous. And I think it's because we hear so much about oppression, our, our history, how it's so awful, how things are bad here. You hear that narrative enough where you maybe start to buy into it and be like, man, it's got to be real bad. 
when I sit back and I say, is it really that bad? You're pushing this narrative, but is it really that bad? You know what? I say, no, it's not really that bad. You know, it's actually pretty awesome. I'm, I'm able to sit back. You've got these awesome M&Ms here. They're delicious. They're, they're healthier because they're almonds filled. You know, you know, like I like peanut M&Ms. You have almonds. Almonds are healthy for you. Good job. Yeah. Great job. Oh, I got a dog trying to get my face, and he has got slobber. Oh, my gosh. Oh, thank goodness I have a towel on this table. It's my very flawed theory that the towel on the table absorbs some of the sound. So instead of my my voice, because it is billowing, kind of booming, bounces off the table, it actually, it actually stops the sound waves from bouncing. I hope you heard remnants of that yawn, but you probably didn't. That was amazing. Oh, I guess this was in the last episode. Oh, never mind. I was going to say, the, the great Dan I'm watching, just he just stretched and laid down and didn't fart. But you guys don't get that because I explained at the end that he's like shooting 95% on, in, in, in the realm of every time he stretches to lay down, gas comes out of his butthole. And it's it doesn't stink, so it's hilarious, right? If it stunk, I would probably have more of an issue with it. But and like every time I've consciously watched him do it, like looked over, and also it's like, and I'm just like, what? What really? Every time, very audible noises. But he just now he's still 100. percent I think for making a noise every time he goes down. But I, I put it at like 98 percent because I every time I'd consciously watched, he did it. But I'm sure there were times when he was around me and I wasn't paying attention and he didn't do it. But he did just lay down and he yawned this time. So it went out the other end. It was it's like, dude, you just make noises when you go down. But oh, that got me sidetracked. But, you know, I, I was just talking about it's a great place and appreciate it, folks. Fireworks are something that put me in shock and awe in general. And, and like when you watch them go up and they're all colorful and stuff like that. I like to think about, okay, like, how do you make that? Like, what's the makeup? And I'm really lazy right here because I can look into this in two seconds. And I'm probably going to actually watch a video now on, like, making a fireworks. Oh, there is. That reminded me. There is one I want to watch on a fireworks show on illustrating that. Because it does take a lot of planning and triggering and things like that. So, <laughs> triggering. Or t- trigger timing and stuff. So, that's something I'm going to look into. But. Just think about the like you you have this little this miniature rocket basically it shoots up and at a certain time there's a fuse in it that poof, like when the rocket burns out there's another fuse in it and it explodes and there's a, it's a small explosion and then you can have different colors well like some of them it explodes and does the flower thing and then it and then it does like a cackling it it's like a white shower and then some of them um like the the colors go out and then they like just there's like secondary little jets on the jets whatever you want to call it jet turbines thrusters or whatever on the on the pieces that light up different colors and then they kind of like go dispersion all squiggly and it's super cool i'm just like man the thought i'm like okay i'm gonna put things in this way and it's gonna do that in the sky is so amazing and impressive to me the engineering behind it is really cool and that's all that's half the reason a third of the reason why fireworks put me in such shock and awe the other 60 or yeah, the other 70%, you know, two thirds of the reason is that just cause they're amazing, you know, they go up and they explode and they're, it's fun to watch and me being a pyro guy, you know, that's, that's, that's cool stuff that I like. So I think it's really, really cool, but I hope everyone is taking a step back, enjoyed independence day. Really? I'm, I'm making it freedom week. 
I've worn my digital camo red, white, and blue headband every day, courtesy of Sleefs. Not a real sponsor, but I'm going to do a sponsor-type plug. I am an ambassador for Sleefs. Oh, this could work. If this gets, if my podcast gets big, I could get in trouble by them, but I'm going to do it anyways. Oh, do I want to say that? Crap. I should have made my promo code something different. Never mind. Sleefs with an F. S-L-E-E-F-S is awesome. Check it out. Really cool. Um, tons of good headbands, tights, and they're always running sales. They're always running discount codes. I know around 4th of July, I did a big half-off thing. Um, I do know, I, I know, I have access to a code that is um, that is a 40% discount code. So someone I know shared that code. And so he, and he was like, hey, yeah, just use it whenever. Um, the code is GUSBUS40, G-U-S-B-U-S, 40, the number 40s, numbers 40, number 40, whatever. Four zero. The number is four zero. The number forty. Gosh, I can't talk this morning. Afternoon now. It was morning when I recorded my first go round, but thanks. Oh man, I'm so mad. Anyways. That was a very audible fart. And he wasn't even stretching. Goodness, what is this dog's gas? It might have been his mouth. Anyways, don't mean to get sidetracked. But if you like it, I can't, there's no way for me to show you this headband. It's really cool. Just go check out their website and then you can get 40% off with that code that I used and check it out. Not a real sponsor, by the way, and they don't condone my messages in any way. So after a word from our great fake sponsors, really something I just like. Back to the matter at hand, talking about independence, right? Celebrate it. Because all in all, we are the richest country in the world. We're the most powerful we're not necessarily the smartest in terms of our education ranks, which really bothers me. I really, the importance of education, like I think everybody needs to be very educated. And this is where I had a debate with a friend of mine where it's like, if you have a skill, go use that skill, go make money, you can get educated later. And I'm like, I, I, there, there's a certain, for me, there's a threshold, there's a point. You need to be educated up to this point so you can be a valuable member in society and and contribute a little bit. Because I think if you go and chase these riches too soon and kind of neglect some form of education, then you're going to misuse this riches and this power and this influence that you ultimately will have. And that's my big problem. Don't misuse it, please. But anyways, 4th of July was great. Had a giant barbecue. Did a double flip into a pool off the springboard. It was pretty awesome. Um, hope everybody I know had a great celebration. You were able to celebrate with your people that... Um, you love and care about. I think I mentioned earlier, I made the mistake though of this morning going into the Twitterverse. And to, ultimately, I've learned there's some people that you just can't win with. Hold on. Hey, quit barking. <laughs> dog's, dog's sitting right now and he decides to just start barking. He's been quiet for a while though. He's been a good boy. Yes. Anyways. There's just some people out there that you're not going to get like there's the negative Nancy's basically. You could you could get a brand new house, get it all new furnished and they walk in they're like, "Wow." And everyone and you know, you're with say you're in a small group and everybody's like, "Wow, it's so awesome. This is really cool. It's really nice." And they're like, "Oh yeah, we're working in progress. You know, we got some more things to do, but like, well, I really like what you've done first, right?" And there's that person that walks in and goes, "This painting's crooked or this flooring has this little lump or whatever." And then they're like, "Yeah, we're going to fix it. We know." And they just can't appreciate anything good about it. They have to find the bad thing and they have to exploit it and conflate it. Well, that's what we saw on Twitter. 
good news I shared this in my notes because I end up having to go back to this. So and a couple things, and I've and I've kind of gotten away from it now because a, a lot I will say this, a lot of them overwhelmingly were good posts. But and appreciative posts, which I'm all about. Yeah, let's celebrate our freedom together. Heck yeah, let's go freedom. But then a lot of them were crap. They're not a lot of them. There, there's just a few crap ones, and these are the ones. So one of them who then who got corrected, Adam, who got corrected, just insanely. She was a reminder of this Fourth of July, and this is that type of person. It was eight immigrants who signed the Declaration of Independence. Happy Independence Day. Okay, you sarcastic son of a gun. And even right below it, people corrected her. Ooh, did she? Oh, no, no, no. Okay, anyways. And Ben Shapiro comes back, and he doesn't make any comments outside of just correcting her her, her wrong facts. Her misconstrued facts. 56 people signed it. 48 were born in the American colonies. Two were born in England, two in Ireland, two in Scotland, one in Wales, and one in Northern Ireland. Boom! Roasted! Freedom! Bald Eagle flies by, holding him. <laughs> holding an American flag, wearing an Uncle Sam hat, with two beers strapped to his back. I don't like the whole beer thing, but, because, you know, I don't think that it is kind of American staple, but at the same time, not everybody does it, alright? Like, how be... Yeah, I don't know. Anyways, but that's what I picture in that moment. Like, God, like this freedom eagle goes by. <laughs> but that that kind of oh, hold on. No, I am so sorry. This wasn't a random Yahoo nobody. This was Senator Kamala Harris that posted that. I miss this. Senator in California. You're a government official on a national level. And you say that stupid nonsense and get correct. I'm done with you. Done with you. Done with you. Ignorant people in these positions. The ignorant group think that has infected things. And people say things like this. And it's like, actually, this is how it was. 48 of them were born in American colonies. Anyways. A lot of other positive stuff. And then now the most ridiculous and enraging one. Frustrating. Is. So not gay Jared from Steven Crowder shared this vox good old vox who i like reading some of their stuff but then some of their stuff is just like it's crazy no thank you and this got posted july 3rd at noon three reasons the american revolution was a mistake if there was any better way to dump on our independence day in our country why not the day before we celebrate our independence and our freedom that so many people have risked their lives for doing this and, and that kind of thing is like in the face of a big party saying something negative and i understand they do it you know it's a timing thing for for a news organization to get a bunch of clicks and crap but like that's that's that is wildly disrespectful wildly disrespectful and I, i'm all for talking about these things but to do that in the face of independence day when all in all there have been millions of people who have fought for this country died for this country and sure this country you know there are some bumps in the road in the history but everywhere has that it's an imperfect world we're imperfect we can only be our best good we can never be a perfect and a utopia let's realize that that's the realistic side of things now i'm hopeful that we can make things better so that's the positive side but this like so disrespectful to all of those people who served 
and everybody who's fought and clawed tooth and nail, spilled their blood and put their lives in the way so we can sit here for the freedom. Now, here's the, here's the mess up part. The freedom that allows them to post this article on right before Independence Day and there's no – the government's not shutting them down. They're not getting firebombed or anything. Shoot, there's even people agreeing with them, reading this article saying, you know what? Yeah, they're right. Which, by the way, I read the article. They're not right. It's, it's bad. Now, I don't have the best comebacks and everything. I'm not the most knowledgeable. So I actually tweeted at uh, Ben Shapiro and said, hey, could you break this down for me? Because he's really smart and he knows a lot more than me. And I want to hear his take on it because he's going to break it down a lot better than me. But even I can see things in here that, I, that are not okay. First of all, I'm going to give you a big over picture after reading the, the overall picture here. So, first of all, just disrespectful. Like, come on, dude. Do that some other time. Do it a week before, a week later. I'm going to enjoy my Freedom Week, and let's celebrate this. Because actually, step back and look at your lives individually. Step back and look at them. Sorry. This is aggressive, but it's not angry. I'm passionate. Don't get it confused for, why is he yelling at me? He's so angry at me. That's not what I'm doing. That's not what I'm doing. That's not what I'm doing. I am a very intense person. And I'm just very passionate about really, I, I generally just passionate is the best way to put it. And then, so that obviously affects everything, right? I'll be passionate about the dumbest stuff, but it's really, I'm just loud and I'm just not afraid to share my opinion. And so I don't, I don't want you to feel like you're being attacked by me. I'm just passionate. And sometimes I spill over into the angry and almost attacking way. And I'm sorry for that, but it's going to happen, right? We're imperfect. So let's move forward. In the, the day, I'm, I'm positive. Don't do that to my Freedom Week. The fact that they can do this, it's funny, right? So basically, the people, they're spitting in the faces of the people who, it's like, if you were in handcuffs or chains or something, you're like, someone walks by, you're like, hey, can you please break me out of here? I need to be free because you were unjustly tried or persecuted. You say you're an innocent man and you're put in prison and someone comes by and they can open the prison. They open the prison door. Oh, they open the prison door and they're like, yeah, um, here, I'm going to let you out. And then you spit in their faces and say, thank you for letting me out. Or actually, not even that. Blah, blah, someone else could have done it better. You, you, you hurt this many people. Excuse me? I just let you out. It's kind of like when my buddy, some, some homeless lady was at McDonald's and she was wanting to get food. He's like, he's like, yeah, I'll get, I'll get you some food. Let's go inside. And you and immediately she went from like, oh, could you please give me some food? So, all right, I want a 20 piece of McNugget. I want a large fry. Could I get a large Dr. Pepper? Like getting the biggest thing is like, oh, hold down. Hold on. Hold on. If you're going to come at me with this humble type attitude and be like, could I, could I get all this stuff? Oh my gosh. No, 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 no. I went to sleep. Don't tell me I'm going to lose this. Oh, please don't lose this. Please don't lose this. I hope I don't lose this recording. Anyways, if you're going to come at me like that, don't turn around and get this entitled sense. Well, long story short. They didn't have Dr. Pepper, so we got her like a Mountain Dew or Pepsi or something. And and she was like, I said I wanted a Dr. Pepper. And he basically was like, you're welcome for getting you some food, you beggar. This goes back to like beggars can't be choosers, quite literally. And it, it, and that was just a little side story to <laughs> to go on. Like, are you, That's just ridiculous, right? You look at the, you, Everyone look at that situation and say it's ridiculous. But here's the thing. With the freedom comes... We are free to express and progress and move forward and talk about things. We're also free to be complete bigoted idiots. Up to the point where that freedom harms someone else or infringes on someone else's freedom. 
then it's not okay. That's unlawful. That's why we have our laws in place. Overall, though, here's my stance, right? This freedom, we start picking and choosing our freedom. We're essentially taking it away, right? And and when we start taking it away, then we're going to run into problems because then you're going to run into fascist, communist dictatorships, things like that. We have to keep our freedom as pure as possible. And it, it sucks in the sense of we have to allow some angry old white man to live in a log cabin and proclaim white supremacy in the context of he does no harm to anybody. No harm comes to people. Nothing actually falls through. He's just an idiot bigot. Terrible person. Absolutely wrong. But he is free to do so. Same with Vox. This article. I think it's a terrible article. I think it spits in the faces of those who served our country and those who protected those who continually make the right make the efforts to to fight for our freedom and keep this country the way it is. And sure, maybe some of these wars weren't were meddling in places we're not supposed to be. Nonetheless, though, it was built on the blood of people, like everything else, and secured by the blood of amazing people who who are offering up their their lives essentially as tribute. They're signing up, signing their life away, saying, look, I'm a vessel of remote freedom with my life, and don't think twice about it. That's amazing. Truly amazing, folks. And I am grateful for you every day. That's why I always see a veteran. I try and say thank you. Thank you for your service. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And you should as well. Thank you to all the vets out there. But what they, gosh, I keep getting... I keep thinking the vets so much that I get off on, I get off my train of thought. Oh. But I don't think that's a bad thing necessarily. And they they are free to post this abysmal article saying why essentially the American Revolution was a stake. So the founding of the United States of America was wrong is what they're saying here. Every, they're going to our roots and trying to say, this is bad. This is bad. What? Think about think about that. Think about how in plenty of other places around the world, and, and, and this is a big, this is like a, this is media, big media organization. Post that, they are getting shut down, destroyed, firebombed, whatever else. And it's just casual here. We can do that. Now, here's the twisted part for me. That's the beauty of freedom. We are free to do that. It's unfortunate. We're free. You're free to live life how you want, no matter how idiotic, as long as you're not infringing on other people's freedoms. That's And that's that's the rule, right? I'm free to say whatever, but I have to be... And here's the other thing. You have to be willing to accept the consequences if you're, if you're going to be bigoted and dumb, your freedom. People may be coming at you and pointing that out. But shared this. And he said, read for a good laugh. I think he has the right attitude. He goes... Someone, someone, someone cleared this. This is pretty embarrassing, even for Vox. Um, read for a good laugh. And I think that's the best way to look at this. When you come across something so ridiculous and idiotic, like you can get all, I, and I, I do this too many times. I get fired up and it's so wrong. And I realize it's that type of person who's going to point out something negative, even in the midst of, of a green, beautiful garden that's luscious. They're going to point out one plant that's, that's, that's maybe struggling or one dead leaf and be like, well, there's a dead leaf here. Pointing out the one, pointing out the the, the the sawdust before pulling the plank out of their own eye, not enjoying the, the forest for the trees. It's like, okay, this person clearly isn't. Logic's not driving this person. Reason isn't driving this person. They're just a negative Nancy, just a negative nonsense Nancy. And so you just got to laugh at them. That's the best thing to do. That's and I'm gonna put that in my. I want to start building a 
before I'll get into that in a second, but um, uh, and that that there'll be a point I hit on in some in another string of episodes and a different segment that I'm going to build. But I'll, I'll I'll give you a quick breakdown of this. I don't want to take it too long. So even though I'm still tw- I still had 20 minutes more on my last episode, but I got off track on a lot of stuff. And maybe you're over me at this point. You know, I'm trying to think about I, I I need to hear some more feedback from people as far as these episodes go. So those of you who are listening to this, who do listen to this, if you get to this point, think about first of all, if you get to this point, be like, what do you like? What do you don't like? And then, you know, how much does it matter, right? Am I, am I trying to cater too much to an audience versus being myself? And is that what people truly enjoy? It's a micro analyzation overthinking I do of, of that. But, you know, so Vox, they, 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 they work on three premises here. So they said, they said about abolition of slavery would have been better. Um, would have come fast. Or, sorry, better. Would have come faster without independence. Meaning, and uh, the breakdown is for it. They said Britain passed the abolition, slavery, uh, abolition act in 1834, which is about 20 years sooner than we got to it. And so that's kind of the speculation. So, but based off of what we know, sure, maybe. But we don't know how things would have played out if we would have stayed a colony because we didn't have representation. We were basically dumped on. We were treated as like pseudo slaves in a lot of ways. So, you know, like British army officers were just, they could take, they could come in your home, do whatever they want, eat all your food and leave people poor and broke. And it was, it was kind of slightly oppressed. Independence was bad for native Americans. I'm not going to sit here and say that it, they weren't mistreated and misused and killed in a lot of ways. A lot of tribes were killed off. Yeah. But I think we, in that, in that segment, they kind of talk about how the British government was so much better to them in, in Canada. And then the Mexican government gave them citizenship, but they, they still, it was a weird thing. The overall premise of this article is that like things would have been a little bit better, but things are still bad. I think that's what they're, they're being real nitpicky, right? It's like, Oh, I got, it's like, ha, you got last. It's like, you got second to last loser. We're both losers here. We both did bad. And it's kind of that scenario, right? Like they weren't the last person. It's like, at least I'm not last. And it's when all in all, I think the way this is framed isn't good, but that's basically what they try and do is it's kind of nitpick is, is we'll say like, look, I'm not going to say that they were good to the natives either in Canada or, or, or the Mexican government, but we were just a lot worse and it would have been better off going the other way. And you know what? Hindsight is 2020. We always look back on every situation and say, yeah, it could have gone a different way. I agree with you there. We could always sit back and say, yeah, but then, but they try and do this. I can't speak for Canada, but I'm going to speak for Mexican, the Mexican government here in the, in back in that time. Right. Where do they come from? Oh yeah. España, Spain. If you don't speak Spanish conquistadors and around the 1500s, they came in and what did they do? Oh, weren't there native people living down on the, near the Yucatan Peninsula and in, and in modern day Mexico? What were they? Oh yeah. The Aztecs and the Mayans were the two major ones, but then there were hundreds and thousands of other tribes. Oh, what happened to them? They got wiped out. Entire civilizations got erased from the planet by these conquistadors. So before you come in and say we were so awful, we still have remnants of these natives. All right, we're going to look at the picture. Let's look at the whole picture. Let's go back. Nothing's off limits. Not off limits then. I'm looking at it. In this context with the natives who are in modern day United States, the Mexican government might have done better. But the Mexican government was established on the same premise that our colonization was established. Except even worse in a lot of ways because they completely wiped them out, stole all the things, stole all their lands, tricked them. Awful things. And if you want to go further south into South America, same thing with Spain and Portugal and the Incans. 
and the Incas. Same thing in Peru, Machu Picchu, all that stuff. Eliminated and pushed out, marginalized. This happened with the entire settling of the West. So stop picking on us. I'm sick of it. Whew, whew. There we go. Got all fired up again. Once again, very aggressive and passionate. And some of that was kind of righteous anger is what I'm going to look at it. But they, they basically say that the natives would have been better off without our independence because there was some, some act not allowing us to move west and westward expansion. But basically it goes back to Britain was sitting there saying, all right, just do what we tell you to. And then we had no say in the matter. Doesn't sound like a very good governmental setup to me. Um, but in the entire history of the world, the stronger people have always taken over the lesser people. And first of all, when they say this is native's land, you know that most of the native tribes didn't claim the land. They were nomadic type tribes. They might have stayed in the same region, but they never, they saw the land as belonging to no one. And I'm not sitting here saying that justifies anything, but it's not their land because they didn't even see it that way. And I think that's the way it should look is that you shouldn't own the land, own the earth. That's kind of my little, in, in a sense, but you know, that doesn't play out pragmatically. But they, uh, you know, they say they, they blocked the westward expansion and that helped them and all this stuff. It, well, eventually, who's going to take it? Mexico or Canada, France, whoever? Come in and they were going to France. I mean, France only Louisiana purchase. And who knows what they were doing? Maybe they were amicable with the, the Indians. Who knows? The Native Americans. But so they say that. And they said, and then they go and say that the government we have established now that has led us to the top of the world rankings is not as good as the British government because the British government is more streamlined. They can pass, and he mentions, social welfare pra- programs, redistribution of wealth, which I disagree with vehemently. I think they're, I think those are all bad concepts. I think the free market is the best thing because it actually allows for true movement, and it's on the hard work and responsibility of the individual. You can make it here. And yeah, you're not all going to come from the same circumstance. Some people are born in third world countries. Some people are born in first world countries. You can't help it, but you know what? If you, that's something you can't control. So don't be so upset about it and claim a victimhood. And then you end up living there. Wow, I'm at 30 minutes again already. Jeez. Um, so yeah, they said the British system is better. Um, they cite that Wyoming has the same representation in the Senate as California, even though California has 66 times the people. And they're like, well, we do have it in the house, but then the Senate has equal say as the house. You understand this is a system of checks and balances. It's a, it's a three-headed animal, checks and balances, so not one branch can become more powerful. Or, or those smaller states with smaller populations won't get drowned out by the larger states because they don't have – because their voices are getting lost in the crowd. That's the whole point of it. So this person whom I assume or actually know is for redistribution of wealth, equality, and trying to help the victimized is sitting here bashing it on the state level, on a representation level. When I know that's what you fight for for minorities and stuff all the time, all day, every day. Are you? So I'm just trying to call it the hypocrisy here. Where does it stop, right? And then they, they you know, talk about the social welfare programs and how they pass it faster. And then, then the conclusion of this, the last part of it is talking about how a monarch is better than a presidency under a democracy. Because the president has too much power. And we've seen how presidents can turn into dictators. Well, yeah, those are under... Those are predicated on different constitutions. They don't have the same checks and balances that we do and actually have a lot of corruption. And so you have to look at it on a a contextual individual basis here, right? And they're not. Well, I mean, they are, but they're kind of just pushing this narrative. And I I disagree with that. We have a system of checks and balances, so that won't happen. Not saying it's impossible, but it's improbable. 
that we end up in a dictatorship because of how things are. The president get impeached and checked, and we try to have a military coup, but then, oh, wait, we have more guns than people, and plenty of people around this country are strapped to the teeth. We're going to put on one heck of a fight against that. If, if the people believe that something's wrong like that and we go into a dictatorship, I think, sure, the military can come out with the drones and stuff and really defeat us, but then if you kill all your people, what are you governing over? I think most people would, you know, not have people leaving, but you have people are fighting. And so those people die. And I mean, shoot, maybe the, the few people that are left that they, they conform, but then it's like, you're now a small war torn country. What's the point here? Right. But you know, people don't see that far when they're going back to power. The point I'm getting at is that's not us. Not going to turn into us. And the, basically the, the premise of them is saying a constitutional monarch. So the queen over there, she can't, she didn't have say in any legislation or government or anything like that. So what should she do? Figurehead, figurehead. And it said, paradoxically, monarchs are better. Wrong, wrong. Then why have we gotten away from monarchs in every sense of the word except for purely as a figurehead? So you're saying that the, the president should have any power. It should just be a figurehead. So it's not even a monarch. It's just, it should just be a figurehead position. And I, now we'll say this. I think people put too much weight into the president and we're on a certain principle. Well, this person did this and they enacted this policy. Actually, Congress is the one doing that. The president talks about it and pushes a lot of things. They're the head of the executive branch, though. But I think a lot of times we harp too much on things that pan out in the United States under a certain presidency. There are times where certain policies and, and ideas and things get pushed by a president and that can lead to problems. But overall, you know, and, and then that, and, and then you can point out that under this person, this happened, this was bad. But for the most part, we just look at the state of things and say, if the state is overall good, then that person was a good president. Sure. If the state was bad, they're a bad president. Not necessarily. Not necessarily on the good one either. We give too much weight to it. But that's, that's how they conclude this article. And I'm just like, are you in July 3rd at like 11.59 a.m.? Furious, furious, folks. I can't, I can't believe it. But it's one of those things. Like I said, like, like I said in the tweet quoting this article, is just a good laugh. Like end of the day, like the nonsense that it is. And I'm not gonna sit here and say they're totally wrong, right? Like they, there are some points there, and maybe certain aspects would have been better implementing. But we've made our mistakes in the past. The past, and we're at, where we're at, and we look at things. And I think ultimately, although thomas jefferson and all founding fathers were slave owners we have guys that were against slaves but it was so embedded in the in the culture worldwide then at the time in the writing of our constitution it's funny dave rubin i love i love his outlook on thomas jefferson is his favorite he goes he literally owned slaves but he wrote the laws and helped and helped formulate put pen to paper to the to formulate these laws policies and ideals that are we see that are inherent meaning outside of a government a government can choose to respect these natural laws but these are seen as natural laws given by god right or natural rights i guess given by god natural framework right for people to best flourish and he says he was writing these implementing the ones that would bring us towards abolishing slavery while he owned slaves if that's not forethought and vision and, and you know what he maybe didn't even realize it then i don't know what is that is, you know, it's kind of incredible, right? So, man, I had a great pothole story on my last recording that I lost. I had a bunch of good stuff and I lost it all. I'm so sad. I'm so sad. But shout out to uh, Groot the Great Dane for going 95% on his stretch farts, stretch farting. But that that that's what they posted. And this this goes back to my first point about Twitter. Twitter's an awful place. Don't, if you're looking to be happy, I mean, depending on how you, you can kind of follow who you want. 
Uh, but I, you know, I kind of have it set up where there's some politics that come into mind, and so it causes some problems. But I think you can, you know, if you have it just as like a funny feed or entertainment or whatever, sure, you're fine. But it's just a place where the worst come out in people in a lot of ways, and it's really disappointing. So, um, but that being said, I made this thing going on Twitter. I want to come back full circle. I'm very happy. I didn't let this like. I got upset, but this is why I had the podcast is to vent. And so I vented about it. But in the, the day, like I have a friend, he always like, how does this affect you directly? Like right now? Well, it doesn't. Right. But you can look at how it can affect things in the culture, right? These things happening like this, like these articles being posted and people buying into them that can propagate a new thought process and ideology that pushes. And then if it gets far enough, here we see the Senator, they were all immigrants. Eight of them were immigrants. Yeah. Eight of the 56 48 were born. Oh, man, if it could have been 58, we could have 50 that were born here and we have 50 states. Like, wouldn't that be cool? That'd be pretty neat. So and that was that was a senator in Congress that tweeted that ignorance. And, then, and so I guess when my buddy asked me that. That's kind of my issue is that, like, it doesn't necessarily, like, affect me right here in this moment. And sometimes I think that well, because if it doesn't affect you right here in this moment, you shouldn't worry about it at all. No. I think it's okay to have on the back burner and be realize that like, Hey, we need to, if I don't think this is a good thought process, I don't want to allow it to be pushed on other people. I need to like, if someone's stupid or sorry, someone's like, if something is dumb, like something is broken, it doesn't work. You want people to know, like if there's a bridge out, you should tell people there's a bridge out, you know, you shouldn't just be like, well, this doesn't affect me because I don't drive that way. Some people do say bridge out, help them out, you know? But I forgot where I was going with this. Uh, I enjoyed my 4th of July. I hope you guys enjoyed your 4th of July. And I'm enjoying the 5th, 6th, and 7th. Going to Lake this weekend. And it's my Freedom Week. Um, been wearing my digital camo headband I got from Sleefs. S-L-E-E-F-S. Sleefs.com. Not an official sponsor. Doesn't condone me in any way. But I do have connections there um, through a person. And I have a 40% uh, discount code. They are, So they have tights, headbands, yoga pants, um, shorts, tops arm sleeves, everything in between. I mean, they, they, they seriously have so much stuff. They're always running deals. They have tons of cool designs. They have collegiate designs. And then I've recently gotten in contact to get a uh, 40% off code for whatever. They always are running sales. And around now, they're actually running a big 50% off sale. So if, you, if there's something like, oh, yeah, I'd like, you know, I'd like a cool looking headband or something like that or for, you know, whatever, or you're in sports, and you're like, oh, I want a sleeve or I need some shorts or maybe I just need some tights, you know, whatever, some cool looking tights. I don't know. Go check it out because they're always running deals and sales. Sign up for their email and you automatically get 15% off. But if you want that 40% off, if there's no sale going on already, it's a Gus Bus 40. So G-U-S-B-U-S 4-0 is the code that I have acquired through my contacts. And uh, you can uh, you can get 40% off your purchase at Sleefs. So go check it out. I really like the material. It fits well. And I've got several headbands and tons of, tons of sleeves from them. There, it's actually really, really cool, and I really like it. Not once again, though, not an official font sponsor. That was my fake sponsor spill. And hey, I've ended up going another forty minutes. Holy cow! I didn't think I'd talk that long because I was so upset that I lost everything. Hopefully, I don't lose. Every- if I lose everything again, I'm going to redo this in a way quicker fashion in like ten minutes, and I may be completely over podcasting for today. Um, but that is it for today, folks. That was our July fourth. Special on July 5th because we celebrated our freedom 
Um, fireworks are truly amazing. That was another thing I was going to say is like, I, I'm, I'm interested, intrigued by like the, the building and design, how we put all these little pieces in this little rocket cannon and it goes up and explodes. But <sighs> I already talked about that once. I'm not going to talk about it again. So we'll get this up. I will say this, uh, look out for some new segments where I kind of, I, I'm, I'm going to see if I can build kind of a story and going from a shift in my life that happened around 13 or 14. So about a decade ago, where it was a kind of a shift in mindset and outlook on things on how the control you have on your life and the attitude and how you can affect how your, your perception, the power of perception and positivity. Cause I love me being aggressive, aggressive backs up to anger in the sense of like, it's, it's a fine line, right? I'm aggressive. And I know you guys are going to hear this a lot of times is anger and straight up anger. And it's just loud. It's frustration, but it's aggression. But like, I'm not a super duper angry person. I'm pretty laid back and actually, force myself to have fun because it's like, you know, forcing a smile makes you feel better. Like it works. And that works on a grand scale. Like trying to make yourself laugh, forcing a laugh will make you feel better and relax you, you know? So don't get too stressed out about this stuff, folks. I was just me venting and ranting and maybe you're driving or whatever. And you want to hear me vent and rant a little bit. And if you get over it and only listen to half the episode, then you'll listen to half the episode. But I do want to know from those who do listen, if I didn't already say this, please, um, I appreciate uh, a little bit of feedback. I know we kind of went through initial feedback, but tell me how you're feeling about this moving forward. Um, I'm going to work on this, this segment or the series where I kind of walk you through that, you know, kind of starting with sophomore year of high school and then to now and how it's grown each and every day. And hopefully, you know, give you some insight and some things that you can change. And uh, my first thing is just always, always come from the mindset of why not? Like, why not this? And then, and then try and go through the reasons like, okay, what's going to happen if this goes wrong or doesn't work? And most of the time you're going to find it's not a huge deal, you know? So that's what I'd look at. But I'm going to finish this off. Hopefully I don't lose this recording. Because if I do, no, no one's going to ever hear this. But look for a couple more episodes coming out in the next couple of days. An official one, maybe not this week, but maybe over the weekend or early next week where we have just a regular episode of The Voyage. And this is just the 4th of July special. I am the Rambling Viking. Hope you guys enjoyed celebrating your freedom. Thank you to all those who helped make freedom possible. Thank you to the founding fathers. Folks, don't get too crazy and serious on this stuff. Enjoy it. Count your blessings. Viking out.